Y cómo están todos, estamos aquí de nuevo para un otro episodio de un podcast maravilloso llamado The Black Expanders Podcast. How are you doing? How are you feeling? ¿Cómo están todos? I'm doing good. Um, I am solo, dolo. I am recording this podcast alone. I repeat, I am recording this podcast without any lovely people to accompany me. What I'm trying to do is... um. So, my friend who recorded the first episode with me, Luisa, um, my homie, we're probably going to end up doing the podcast together. She's kind of busy right now, so I couldn't get her on for this week. And I'm doing a, a, my goal is to have a podcast episode once a week. So, um, this one I'm going to be doing with just you and me having a conversation about, um, I guess, a very, very common question I hear from those who have interest, who have, you know, peak of curiosity of learning a second language, you know. I think I've heard, most people like, so when I tell most people that I speak Spanish or they just hear me like, you know, having a conversation with somebody and would do a whoop, the most common responses I get is either either this, oh my God, you speak more Spanish than me? I took three years. Last, you, you'll usually hear from somebody who's Latino, oh, you speak better Spanish than me and I'm Mexican. The second thing you'll hear is, I took three years of Spanish and I don't, I didn't speak nothing. And the third thing is you always will hear is, man, you just got to be good at that, man. I, I'm not good at that at all. I'm not, I don't have that. I don't, you got to have, you got to have, you got to be just talented at that, bro. And I think that would be a good topic to talk about today. Today, does it take talent to learn a language? Does it take talent? Does it take resource to learn it? Like a specific skill set to learn a language? And I think this would be a good topic to talk about because I feel like a lot of us think about this, even linguists sometimes. Um, so let me just say from let's just say from my perspective, what do I think about it? And I want you guys to let me know as you're listening. Do you think it takes talent? If you do speak a second language, do you feel it was something you were naturally gifted at? Do you do you feel like it was kind of you know a trial and tribulation thing? Um. So to me, this is what I say this. Does it take talent to learn a different language? Does it take talent to learn how to say como estas bien usted? Yo quiero una barrita de tripas en todo. I do not think it requires talent to learn a second language based on the fact that when you go to, I want to say 50% of the world, being bilingual is a very common thing. When you go to Europe, I want to say 50% of Europeans are bilingual because a lot of them, see, a lot of the times it comes out of, of necessity. A lot of them, and when you go to Europe, they come from countries where, like, if you're from Norway, Norway might not, I, I, I don't know the population in Norway, but it's not big. So I bring that up because they speak Norwegian in Norway. So, you know, if you go there and you, you want to do business and you want to get into the engineering field or something like that, and let's say you want to go, It's harder to only speak Norwegian and try to go make it in the engineering field and across the continent of Europe because, you know, all their countries do business together versus if you speak English. A lot of the time, English is the commercial language in most countries. That's why with English, a lot of like people give Americans BS, give us a lot of he uh, um, a lot of grief for only speaking English sometimes. But at the same time, they got to understand, like, English is the commercial language in the world. So. You know, it doesn't hurt for you to only speak English. It, you know, just it is what it is. I don't care where you go in this world. I don't care what CVS or Walgreens you walk in in Canada or in, that's a bad example, in Mexico or in Brazil. You gonna, they gonna find somebody to talk to you. They gonna find somebody to get get, they, get your money out your wallet. So that's just regardless. 
I don't think it's a necessary talent to learn a second language. I don't think it's, it takes talent to learn the language. But what I will say, and it's what I tell people all the time, there is talent when it comes to learning a language. There is talent involved in the idea of it, and there are people who are more talented than others at learning another language. It just happens. It just it is what it is. Now, I will also add on to that, that it goes deeper than that because, see, I think when people hear the word talent, I think the mistake is when we hear the word talent, we automatically envision talent as like just this instant, this instant, this instant gift for taking on this task or this, this, or this thing that we want to do and you can just do it really good. What I've seen with people who are naturally talented at languages is they, this is just from my personal experience, what I've seen, and I could be wrong. The majority of people who are naturally talented at languages is not that they're talented at the entirety of learning a language and everything. It's certain things that in that language they are good at. I'll give you a prime example. I got a cousin who's a very gifted musician, who's a very talented musician. She has a gift with language because, and she doesn't understand it, she has a gift with language because because she's done music her whole life and can sing and knows sounds well, she can naturally imitate and mimic and mimic the sounds in a language because her brain's so used to her brain's so used to composing music. Her mind is so used to the idea of just composing harmony and notes and everything that when she hears it, her brain naturally doesn't hear, oh, this is a different language, so you're supposed to have difficulty with saying this. Her brain naturally just says, Oh, this is a sound. Let's replicate replicate that sound because we've been doing that our whole life. That's her gift when it comes to languages. Um, a lot of times with people, I've read that before, like people who are really talented with music, they have a really good time. They have a really easy time learning languages. Um, I'll tell you in my case, I don't think, I'll say this. I'm talented when it comes to learning languages, but my talent becomes from the fact that I'm not embarrassed to have, I always tell people this, with all the languages I learned with Portuguese and Spanish, I say that like this a lot, um, I spoke way faster. I was at the I was at the phase of having strong conversations with people in those languages faster than the average person, and that's because my gift has always been that I'm not scared to try to talk to people in my target language, even from the beginning, even when I, because in my brain, how I processed it was, that's the only way I learn. So that was always my initial gift because it was like most people like, I say this all the time, a lot of linguists that you talk to, a lot of linguists that you talk to, they are way better at actually reading the language and making sentences in the language and writing S's in the language than actually having a conversation or even understanding the spoken language. Now, the angle that you come in when it comes to learning a language, you know, to each his own, I come in from the angle of the most important thing. The two most important things to me in, in any language, honestly, is listening comprehension and speech in that order. Because I feel like if you can, if you can understand the person, that's the biggest biggest barrier now the speech thing to me that's easy to me because you know like i'll tell you straight up i'm not a talented person when it comes to listening comprehension language 
Now I'm talented when it comes to interaction in language because I'm not scared to F up. And that kind of borders along the line with interest. And that was something I wanted to talk about too, kind of getting into that. People really underestimate the power of interest. The power of interest. When you are interested in the language, when you are passionate about that culture, that can that is the greatest talent you can have in learning a language because, brother, it will drive you to do some stupid. Bro, I literally, like, I, 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 I really trip, trip about this sometimes. I really just used to look for any moment in the world to talk to somebody who was Mexican and hope that they didn't speak English so I could try to practice my Spanish with them. I looked for any moment and I I did it every day. I would it was like a it was like my goal. Even now I love doing that, you know? But that's you know, that's cause that interest is in me. It was the same thing with Portuguese. Like anytime I hear somebody speaking Portuguese or I meet somebody from Brazil, my heart just lights up or like it it makes my day. That interest, that passion that you can have for that will drive you further than natural talent in a lot of ways because it'll just like it's hard to explain, bro. It'll just motivate you, bro. Like it's a it's a fascinating thing, passion. Passion and interest is an amazing thing. Talent will get you far. You know, like I said, there are some people who are naturally gifted. I'll tell you straight up, like, and that's what I was gonna say. There's some people who are gifted at naturally researching, who are naturally gifted at researching and cataloging things, so they can memorize all the they can memorize all the grammar rules. I'll tell you straight up. My weakest, my weakest point in language up until now had always been grammar because I was so used to being a um, a verbal learner, like somebody who learned through conversation, through hours and hours of conversation, that what happened was is I never took the time to learn specific grammar. Now, I did that with Spanish. Spanish taught me that because Spanish, I always tell people, Spanish might have been the first language that I really took serious in terms of learning the actual grammar. See, Portuguese to me, when I learned it, Portuguese, I did learn grammar, but majority of it was just me talking to people and repeating what they said, kind of pair, pair, parakeeting in a way, like repeating what they said, under, like repeating what they said, repeating certain things that they had, not knowing that what they're saying you know, in some cases it might not be correct, but it's correct for common street vernacular. So, you know, like like my first few months in Portuguese, I was having full conversations with people. You know, with Spanish, I, I kind of, like I said, I, I was having full conversations with people because that's that's the way I learn is by speech, by talking to people. Um. So, yeah, so I don't... You're going to meet a lot of people, you know, if you're really in this language learning world and this language learning realm... You're going to meet a lot of people who will tell you who learned six and seven, eight languages. And you'll look at them and say, oh, man, he must have a talent for that. A lot of the times, bro, most people that you see that speak that many languages, I'll be real with you. They're kind of like me where they're just linguistic nerds. Linguistic nerds, bro, like when you're a nerd about language, it's just different, bro. Like because the thing about when you're a nerd about language, true language nerds, I'm going to tell you how you know a true language nerd. This is just how you know a true language nerd. A true language nerd's fascination with language doesn't just stop with them learning. a. It didn't start with them learning a language, a different language. It started with the basic stuff. I can tell you when I was a kid, bro, I used to be so fascinated when I would go down south and hear the slang that they used and hear the words that I never. When I used to listen to rap songs and I'd hear shawty, I had never heard somebody in my real lifetime saying shawty. But the first time I heard that in a rap song, I was like, 
what the heck is that? I want to research this. Where's what is this short T and who is like what is this? Is this a is this a measurement of height or oh this is referring to a woman? Like it was weird to me, bro. So when you like I'm like it's the reason why like I'm really good with picking out accents from around the country. Like I can hear somebody from Louisiana and tell they're from Louisiana. I can hear somebody from New Jersey and tell they're from New Jersey. I can hear somebody from SoCal out of the time and tell they're from SoCal. Like even just slang fastings when you're a linguistic nerd. Words in and of themselves will just fascinate you. Now, if you're not that and you just want to learn a language, you just want to learn it for fun or maybe it would help you at your job. It's hard for me to tell you how to find motivation for that, because I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I feel like um, for me, I feel like the greatest motivation in these situations is being in a social situation where you have to use that language a lot because naturally you want to kind of be in the you want to be in the know. But um, like I, I so I guess I can say bouncing back to the idea of linguistic talent, there are a lot of things that that there are a lot of aspects and learning things in learning a language that coincide with talent. You know, you could be really good at memorizing things. That's a very underrated talent when it comes to learning languages and memory. Having good memory is really important. Um, mimicry of sounds, like being good with music. If you're really good at music, if you have a good ear for music a lot of the time, like as far as like, you know, you had a history of music or we're making music, that's a gift a lot of the times because you're going to learn how to reproduce, you're going to know how to reproduce the sounds naturally. Um, not being scared to talk to people. That's a very, very, very rare. In linguistic world, in the linguistic world, that's a very rare gift because I can tell you from my experience as a linguist and meeting other linguists, most linguists don't like to talk to people like that. They don't. I've only met one other linguist my entire life who was really social and liked to go clubbing and kick it and was a, she was so, oh my gosh, she's so fine. I wish she would have married me. But um, like most of them are, you know, very kind of introverted because, you know, they're very, you know, and that's the thing too, people understand. There's different ways to go about learning languages. Like, I think the general standard of people who are linguists is like to those guys who just, Stay in their apartment the whole day, reading over old scrolls from the mountains of Tibet of how to speak uh, whatever language they speak of that region. But you know, then there's, there's the guys I like me who I'm really rare in a sense. I just try to talk to people all the time. I try to have full conversations as much as possible because I feel like that's where I do the best at is learning how to speak. Now, that's my strong suit, and I think that's a big thing too. That's a big thing too. I always tell people this. It's important to, when you're learning a language, know what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses. My strength is speech. My strength has always been speech. My weakness has always been listening. No, my weakness is between listening, comprehension, and grammar. I'll say that. See, listening, comprehension, I'm going to do an episode talking about that. That's a very, very, very interesting topic in language because there are so many different catch 22s to like listening comprehension. I always tell people this, like first will be the phase you'll go through where you'll understand Spanish, but only if your professor speaking it to you, then there'll be the phase. Well, I don't, I didn't take a class in Spanish. So I can't say that, but there'll be a phase where you'll only understand like basic phrases of Spanish. Then there'll be a phase where you can watch a film and kind of understand what they're saying. And then there'll be a phase where you understand what everybody's saying in the film. Then there'll be a phase where you hit the streets and you literally just feel lost sometimes. Like, really just feel lost sometimes. Now, I'm at the point now where street Spanish and having real conversations with people, I'm 
past that point. The point that I'm at where I have issues that even to this day is like when I watch videos and they make jokes. Like I watch a lot of TikTok. Like I'm doing this thing and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a video talking about this next week. Um, even more, I'm doing a thing where I watch TikTok videos and they're all in like Mexican TikTok or Dominican TikToks, and I write on a piece of paper what I heard them say and try to transcribe everything just to practice my listening comprehension because I'm gonna be I'm going to be a court interpreter, so I want to make sure that. Not a word goes slips under uh, from under my radar while I'm doing translations, but there, it, it, you know, it's um. I think the bigger thing when it comes to learning languages too is um, and people don't talk about this a lot is um, this is the struggle that I was going I'm going through it even Portuguese and Spanish now because I'm trying to really become a court interpreter. There's gonna be a point where you get so good at a language that it's really hard for your brain to it's really hard for you to improve because it's common kind of like like when you're an advanced i think i took my i took my language learning test i said i was like like high level i was high i was at i'm an advanced spanish speaker now level speaker when you're past a certain point it's hard for you to naturally advance because you're basically at the level of how an average speaker would be so when you're trying to do like how I'm trying to do and seek a profession in this language, trust me, there is another level that you ain't hit yet that I ain't hit yet, you know, but it's hard to work to that because reality is most people aren't trying to get to that. Most people, most people are just trying to, you know, have a few conversations and just kind of like, you know, me, I'm trying to get to the point where this is my profession. This is my, this is where I earn my cheat, my bread at, you know, I, I think the turning point for me, man, was just working at the bank. Like last year when I worked at the bank and I spent all that time translating for people, helping with this and helping with that. That really changed my world and really made me realize like, this is what I want to do. Like I love, I love being a translator. I love working with language. Which bounce back to my conversation about interest. One of the most powerful underrated things that can help you in a language is interest, is interest. Interest is powerful. It's a mighty thing. Do not do not disregard that. You being interested and passionate about a language will get you so much further than just you being able to mimic sounds in language. I'm telling you. Um, that's going to be the episode today. It's going to be a very short episode. Um, um, in the Facebook groups, in the Melanated uh, in the Melanated Multilinguals group, and also the Black and Spanish group, I'm going to do a post asking questions and asking what the topics you guys want me to cover um, or what are some questions that you would have for the podcast. Let me know, and I'll respond to them. And this is the uh, Black and Spanish podcast. Que ustedes tengan buena noche and buena noche. Would you like to feel like you're eating healthy, even though you're eating a gigantic cookie, an apple, and a cheese and ham sandwich combined with a bag of chips? Get on the weight scale and think you're about to lose 45 pounds per month because you were inspired by the Subway commercial even though that has nothing to do with Panera Bread? Would you love to eat food that looks present at weddings, gatherings, and all engagements of more than 5,500 white people? Then call Panera Bread. We can give you this and so much more. Panera Bread, are you in good hands?